Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get to our guests. I don't want to talk about Walk through the combat zone or walk through Bedford-Stuy alone. Uh, Combat zone in Bedford-Stuyvesant in Brooklyn. He's he's fine. Let's bring in Jim Duquette. He's tired of this nonsense. Jim knows. Jim, what's up, man? How are you? I try to stay out of Bedford-Stuy, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? It's good to talk to you, Jim. So let's let's get into the birds right away and just uh, before we get into some of the other stuff. uh, I don't know, like the addition of Corbin Burns, what's going on with Bradish? I guess to start with the Bradish stuff, because to my knowledge with PRP injections, I just don't know that they've really worked out the way that everyone, it seems like that last-ditch effort. Is this a little bit different? Yeah, it feels like it, Jeremy. I I will say this, um, you know, they're they're being used more and more, you know, and I think um, even, I I, I don't want to say, you know, that it's um, a last resort at this point. I think it's more common to try this as a healing agent, you know, to hopefully speed up the recovery. And that's that's what it has looked like around the league, that they're trying to – they've had enough evidence to suggest that. Um, having said that, you know, it's one of those still that's so new that, you know, it could be one of those last resort things. So, you know, we'll wait and see on it. But I think – I thought the interesting part was he started coming back and, and he was playing catch on the 24th, which means – we didn't really have a date of when he had the PRP injection, but it's usually three weeks of no throwing at all before you start coming back. So it's early, probably early February. So when you kind of get that date, then you then you can start to zero in a little bit better on a throwing program, and then you know when he might be back. This this is you know still a little bit of uncertainty there, but I I did find it interesting that he had already started playing catch, which you know if you're going to get injured on something like this, the, the winter time is the time to to do it uh, because you're not missing, you know, as many games as you would, obviously, if it happened during the season. Jim, a very quick Bed-Stuy story. We played <laughs> yes. boys and girls high school when I was in play yeah. football, and we shot them out 31 nothing on their field. Did you play the girls or the boys? Boys high. Okay. Always a big football power. <laughs> shut them out 31 nothing. They surrounded the locker room. They chanted, you might win the game, but you won't go home. And they had to get the police to get us out. <laughs> you had the police escort. Yeah, they had to get the cops right. to get us out. They wouldn't let us out of the locker room. Oh, anyway, God. that's Brooklyn to good old days. I had a question. When you get somebody like a veteran, like, like a Corbin Burns, you yeah. get a Cy Young winner, a recent Cy Young winner, three-time All-Star, ERA title holder, um, a guy that came and added to his staff that's pretty young, yeah. You hear all the trite and old expression. What does this really do for the pitching staff or the team? Well, I, you know, with with someone who's as, as established as he is, you know, the first off, that kind of sets a tone, right? There, there's he he ta- he takes the brunt of the expectations, which he willingly does, by the way, going into especially going into his free agency, uh, you know, period at the end of the season. Uh, so that that part of it, he matches up with. I, I, if you look around. In my view, in the American League, it might be him and Garrett Cole as the two top starters right now. Really? There's probably another one or two I'm not thinking of, you know. But like he's Burns is ahead of Verlander as an example. Other teams number ones, you have an advantage right out of the gate. So and then of course the guys that are, are behind him, 
you know, they match up usually better than the other teams, number twos and number threes and number fours. So it gives you a distinct advantage on the mound right out of the gate. And, you know, the thing that, that, you know, annoys me a little bit with the game right now is they've tried to downgrade the starting pitcher pitching because it's so expensive but with the Orioles, they have three really good starters. If you know, if and when Bradish comes back, yeah. that, you know, right out of the gate, it's a big advantage. What were you saying, Jeremy, about the ERA with them? With who? With Bradish and Burns. Oh yeah, they said if, if Bradish and Burns were teammates last year, they would have had the top two ERA. Well, they've been the best duo in baseball, ERA wise. Yeah, yeah. ERA wise last year. Which it's interesting though, too, uh, Jim. This late, and we've seen this happen before, where there's still free agents out there. Blake Snell, yeah. Jordan Montgomery, we just saw what happened with uh, Cody Bellinger. Um, your thoughts on why it's taking this long and then also maybe where these guys end up? Yeah, it, you know what? It is It is pretty um, odd to see this. You know, even even a couple years. Remember when Manny was a free agent and he and Harper yeah. were on that tour? They, they signed, like, I think on the day spring training started. So that was late at the time. But this is this is even later. It doesn't happen very often. I think there's a couple factors. There's a lot of teams, despite the attendance, which has gone up, I think 26 of the 30 teams had in, in increased attendance. Obviously, the Orioles did too. But, you know, there's a lot of this RSN uh, uh, nonsense. You're seeing a, a uncertainty in the local revenue, uh, the local TV revenues. And so teams have pared back their, their uh, you know, payrolls because of that, used it as a reason. I'll, I'll say used it as an excuse because if some – some cases like Minnesota, they paired it back like 25 million bucks, even though the reduction in their local TV wasn't going to be that much. So, so, you know, they've had that. And then, and then you got the Scott Boris factor, of course, which is he's always looking for the, you know, the highest dollar and teams are just waiting them out. So I think, I think it's that those combinations right there that are the biggest reasons why they're still there. Do GMs have a secret handshake and collude to not sign these guys? Is that what this is? Like, <laughs> oh man, let me tell you, there's a lot of accusations. Ed. A lot of accusations. I'm just hyped. My, somebody asked me to ask you that. That's yeah. a friend. Me, me. I needed to know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. So, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say uh, that over time that's happened a lot, and you know that's one of the reasons why you don't see GMs. Uh, speak publicly uh, very rarely at all about you know their their uh, interest in a player or whatever because even that will get you into trouble what was interesting was uh, who was it i think it was the twins owner the twin the, the owners are the ones who who you know are the ones that they get themselves into trouble more than anything yeah. and i think it was him not Rick, tom Rickinson with the cubs that spoke about you know, not having interest in that, he called it that level of player, $30 million. Well, you start putting a number out on a player, you know, the the, the union looks at that as, uh, you know, collusion because you're starting to put numbers on guys. So so they're, it's very, very sensitive now uh, these days, much more than when I was in the front office. So, Jim, give me, give me one or two things that you're really excited to see around baseball this year, whether it's a player, a team. Um, I mean, I think everybody wants to see Shohei in, in that Dodger yeah. uniform and what that looks like. Uh, maybe the women want to see the uniforms more than the men now that they're see-through. But um, what, <laughs> yes, what, are you, what are your thoughts on some things we should be looking forward to around the league? Well, I, you know, I, I fell, I fell for it yesterday with Otani. You know, it was, it was on, it was on TV. Um, you know, there's not much to watch yet this year. You know, during during this time of the year, so that game was on, uh, was on television. So I was watching, watching that. You know, and obviously the the high profile nature of it, and all that. So he's he's one right out of the gate. I think the Orioles are a must watch 
you know, through, from throughout the, the sport, uh, just because of the year that they had last year. I think there's a couple sleeper teams, like in the in the in the Central National League Central with the Cincinnati Reds, and now the Cubs got Bellinger. Like, I think you know, teams are or, or people are waiting to see what's going on with those two. And you know, the American League West is always, I think, pretty competitive there. So I think just generally with teams. I think with the Yankees, you know, within the division, they're going to be better. I mean, that's the team I think that the O's have to really keep an eye on. Um, Toronto will be tough. Tampa, you know, is always better. There's a lot of people picking them to have a kind of step back. But I think the Yankees are going to be a force this year. Just a lot of it's going to be based on their health. But so I think that's a kind of a rough uh, rundown of, of things that I'm keeping an eye on, at least for now. I'm heading out to Arizona tomorrow for uh, – for spring training coverage, you know, for the next 12 days. So, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be other things that pop up there. Well, maybe we'll find another Corbin Carroll this year somewhere along the line. Maybe it's right here in Baltimore. Um, we got a Corbin yeah. Burns. Yeah, we got a we got a Mr. Burns. Yeah. That's uh, right. Well, hey, Jim, appreciate your time as always, man. Hopefully we can catch up with you back again when we get closer to baseball season. But uh, appreciate it as always. All right, guys. You got it. Anytime. See you, man. Talk to you later. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 